storytellers and today we are going to be telling you a story of how the Grinch stole Christmas. Right everyone? Scraps? Orchestra? Places? Christmas a lot, but the Grinch, who lived just north of Whoville, did not. The Grinch hated Christmas the whole Christmas season. Now, please don't ask why. No one quite knows the reason. It could be because his head wasn't screwed on tight. It could be, perhaps, that his shoes were on just too tight. But I think that the most likely reasons of all may have been that his heart was two sizes too small. But whatever the reason, his heart or his shoes, he stood there on Christmas Eve, hating the hoos. He's staring down from his cave with a sour grinchy frown at the warm lighted windows below in their town. For he knew every who down in Whoville beneath was busy, now hanging mistletoe wreath. And they're hanging their Christmas stockings, he snarled with a sneer. Tomorrow is Christmas. It's practically here. Then he growled with it, his grinchy fingers mm. nervously drumming. I must find some way to stop Christmas from coming. For tomorrow he knew all the who girls and boys would wake bright and early. They'd rush for their toys. And then, oh the noise, oh the noise, 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 noise. That's one thing he hated. The noise, 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 noise. Then the who's young and old would sit down to a feast and did feast and did feast and did feast, 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 feast. They would feast up on who pudding and rare who roast beast, which was something the Grinch couldn't stand in the least. And then they'd do something he least liked of all. Every who down in Whoville, the tall and the small, would stand close together with Christmas bells ringing. They'd stand hand in hand and the who's would start singing. And they'd sing, and they'd sing, and they'd sing, 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 sing. And the more the Grinch thought of this whole, of this whole Christmas sing, the more the Grinch thought. I must stop this whole thing. Why, for 53 years I've put up with it now. I must stop this Christmas from coming. But how? Then he got an idea. An awful idea. The Grinch got a wonderful, awful idea. I know just what to do. The, the Grinch, Grinch laughed in his throat and he made a quick Santa Claus hat and coat and he chuckled and clucked. What a great Grinchy trick. With this coat and this hat, I'll look just like Saint Nick. All I need is a reindeer. The Grinch looked around, but since reindeer 
are scarce, there was none to be found. Did that stop the old Grinch? No, the Grinch simply said, If I can't find a reindeer, I'll make one instead. So he called his dog Max, Ruff! Then he took some red thread and he tied a big horn on top of his head. Then he loaded some bags and some old empty sacks on a ramshackle sleigh and he hitched up old Max. And then the Grinch said, Get up! And, and the sleigh started down towards the homes where the hoos lay a snooze in their town. All the windows were dark, quiet snow filled the air. All the hoos were all dreams, sweet dreams, without a care. Then he came to the first little house on the square. This is stop number one, the old Grinch caused hissed, and he climbed onto the roof with empty bags in his fist. Then he slid down the chimney, a rather tight pinch, but if Santa could do it, then so could the Grinch. He got stuck only once, for a moment or two, and then he stuck his head out the fireplace for it, where the little whose stockings all hung in a row. These stockings! He grinned. Are the first thing to go. Then he slithered and slunk, with a smile most unpleasant, around the whole room. And he took every present. Pop guns and bicycles, <gasps> bowling skates, <gasps> drums, checkerboards, tricycles, popcorn and plugs. <gasps> and he put, stuffed them in a bag. Then the Grinch very nimbly stuffed all the bags one by one up the chimney. Then he slunk into the icebox. He took the hose feast. Then he took the hose pudding. He took the roast beef <gasps> and cleaned it out the icebox as soon as a, as quick as a flash. Why that Grinch even took the last hoo ha! <gasps> <gasps> then he stuffed all the food up the chimney with glee. And now, grinned the Grinch. I will stuff up the tree. And the Grinch grabbed the tree and he started to shove when he heard a small sound like the coo of a dove. He turned around fast and he saw a small who, little Cindy Lou, who was not more than two. The Grinch had been caught by this tiny who daughter who got out of bed for a cup of cold water. She stared at the Grinch and said, Santa Claus, why are you taking our Christmas tree? Why? But you know that the old Grinch was so smart and so slick, he thought up a lie and he thought it up quick. Why, my sweet little tot? The fake Santa Claus lied. There's a light on this tree that will light on one side. And his fib, and his fib filled the child, and then he patted her head and got her a drink and sent her to bed. And when Cindy Lohu went to bed with her cup, he went to the chimney and stuffed the tree up. Then the last thing he took was the log for the fire. Then he went up the chimney himself, the old liar on their walls. He left nothing but hooks and some, some wire and the one speck of food that he left in the house was a crumb 
that was even too small for a mouse. Then he did the same thing to the other whose house, leaving crumbs much too small for the other whose mouse. It was quarter past dawn, all the who's still abed, all the, all the who's still asnoes. When he packed up his sled, packed it up with the presents, the ribbons, the wrapping, the tags and the tinsel, the trimmings, the trapping. Three thousand feet up, up the side of Mount Crumpet, he rode with his load to the tip-top to dump it. Hoo-hoo to the hoos. He was grinchously humming. They're fine... They're finding out now that no Christmas is coming. They're just waking up. I know just what they'll do. Their mouths will hang open for a minute or two. Then the who's down in Hoover will cry for That's a noise, grinned the Grinch, that I simply must hear. So he paused and the Grinch put a hand to his ear and he did hear a sound rising over the snow. It started in low and it started to grow. But that sound wasn't sad. Why, this sound was sounded merry. It couldn't be so, but it was merry, very. He standed down at Hoverville. The Grinch popped his eyes, then he shook. What he saw was a shocking surprise. Every who's down in Hoverville the tall and the small was singing without any presents at all. He hadn't stopped Christmas from coming. It came. Somehow or other, it came just the same. And the, and the Grinch with his Grinch feet, ice cold in the snow, stood puzzling and puzzling. How could it be so? It came without ribbons. It came without tags. It came without packages, boxes or bags. And he puzzled three hours till his puzzler, puzzler was sore. Then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. And what happened then? Well, in Whoville they say that the Grinch's small heart grew three sizes that day. And the minute his heart didn't feel quite so tight, he whizzed with his loads through the bright morning light. He brought back the toys and the food for the feast. And he, he himself, the Grinch, earned the roast beast. Mr. Grinch, you have termites in your smile.
sweetness of a seasick crocodile, Mr. Grinch. Given the choice between the two of you, I'd take the seasick crocodile.